Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is 7 News with Angela Cox. Victorians can finally see light at the end of the tunnel. Pubs, clubs, restaurants and cafes will reopen in two weeks. With things getting back to normal as early as July, Blake Johnson reports. Like so many cafe strips, Ligon Street here in Melbourne has been doing it really tough with a huge drop in customer numbers. But today, a touch of optimism. Victorian pubs, restaurants and cafes can soon have up to 20 customers after two months of doing takeaway only. It's a small step towards getting businesses back on track. It's positive that we're starting to get some type of uh, traction back into the market. How we're going to uh, manage it is going to be a, a, you know, a challenge. The plan is for three waves of easing restrictions. The first to come on June 1. Three weeks later, the customer limit will rise to 50 and then in the middle of July, it'll go up to 100. Victoria has had some of the tightest restrictions of late and we may well go back to them if outbreaks occur. Getting these venues back up and running uh, is very important, but it's got to be done safely. Customers will also have to leave their name and number so they can be contacted if there is a localised outbreak and the density rule of one person per four square metres also applies. A return to normal trading is still a long way off, but with Victorian schools returning in two weeks, the AFL restarting next month and soon customers returning to venues this city is slowly and cautiously coming back to life. WA is leading the nation when it comes to easing lockdowns. Phase two will begin tomorrow and phase three could kick off earlier than expected. That would mean the state's borders, gyms and beauty salons could open as soon as the 8th of June. Health officials say New South Wales residents are sitting ducks despite plunging infection rates. The warning comes as big crowds flock to beaches and parks once again today. Miley Hogan reports. Well, people were out again today enjoying their newfound freedoms. It included simple things just like this, sitting down in a park and having a picnic with friends. Right across the city, there were crowds at parks and beaches. Cafes and restaurants were trading, welcoming in 10 customers at a time. The health minister described this weekend as the great New South Wales bust out. But he does have concerns, saying that people were not maintaining a social distance. The government is reminding people of their responsibility and at this stage, police will continue to remind people to maintain a social distance before handing out fines. Overnight, I'm pleased to say there's been no penalty uh, infringement notices that have been issued, nor have there been any charges. But I also do want to remind people that uh, this virus is extremely dangerous and we are all, every one of us, sitting ducks. And those cases with an unknown source are key 
for us uh, in trying to understand this epidemic and control it. In the last 24 hours, more than 10,000 people in New South Wales were tested for coronavirus with only one case confirmed. That person had returned from overseas and is in quarantine in a hotel. Health authorities are reminding anyone with mild symptoms to get a test. To other news, and there is an emergency situation unfolding right now in the US. This is the scene from the air over downtown Los Angeles. A massive blast has ripped through a building with firefighters trapped inside. US correspondent Amelia Brace is live at the scene for us. Amelia, what happened? Well, it was very dramatic, Ange, and absolutely terrifying. I'll give you a look at the scene behind me. Firefighters arrived here at about 6.30pm. It was a routine call-out for them, a one-storey building fire, and they approached it as they normally would, with some of the crew on the ground and the others using that ladder to try to fight this fire from the roof. But as they approached it, they realised that something was wrong. And you can see in these terrifying pictures... They attempted to turn around and make their way back down that ladder when the entire building exploded, engulfing them in flames. Take a listen. On the front outside side of the building, we need help. Copy it. We have eight firefighters injured on the sidewalk. Resources saw a significant explosion very high, very wide, rumbling the entire area, and firefighters were coming out with obvious damage and burns. Absolutely terrifying scene, and 11 firefighters were seriously injured and taken to hospital. Four of them remain in intensive care, and two of them are actually on respirators because their airways were burned. Now, that uh, that explosion actually caused a number of other buildings around here to catch fire, and it took 230 firefighters about an hour and a half to bring the scene under control. Now, as you'd expect, police are investigating what caused this incident. Incident. We do know that the warehouse made a hash product, a marijuana product, and that butane gas was found at the scene. And okay, Amelia Brace, thank you. A pilot has died after his test flight went terribly wrong north of Sydney. He was trying to land when the plane missed the runway, going down in a backyard. Cameron Price reports. Authorities are still trying to piece together the final moments of an ultralight that crashed in the backyard of a Windella home, killing the pilot on board. It's a confronting scene for everyone that was involved. There were bystanders on scene uh, trying to free the man from the aircraft. The home-built Offspray aircraft was on a test flight just after 10 this morning following some mechanical work when a fellow pilot from the nearby Newcastle Aero Club, still on the runway, noticed it was in trouble. The aircraft uh, was observed to um, be trailing smoke. Um, a radio call was given to the pilot uh, to, to share that information. It appears it was a, a trying to return to the air base uh, and it's collided or crashed en route. Locals at the crash site say they knew something was wrong when they heard the plane's engine cut out as it descended. Oh, a few minutes later, it just you heard the motor cut and then about three seconds later, you just heard a almighty bang. Witnesses pulled the 44-year-old pilot from the wreckage and began CPR, but it was too late. He couldn't be saved. CASA has now launched an investigation into just what caused this plane to come down. 
A woman and her granddaughter have been trampled by cows on a property near Geelong. They were herding cattle when they were caught in the stampede. The woman in her 70s suffered chest and back injuries. The nine-year-old girl suffered head injuries. They've been airlifted to hospital. Trade Minister Simon Birmingham has conceded relations with China are so bad its Commerce Minister won't even return his phone calls. A third of our exports go to China. Australian businesses are now being encouraged to look for other customers. Tim Lester has more from Canberra. Tim, why has this come to a head now? And some point to anger in the Chinese leadership over Prime Minister Morrison's push for a global COVID-19 inquiry. Others say toing and froing over a pandemic investigation is just the final straw. Either way, there was a marked change in tone as our Trade Minister conceded this morning. He's been trying for five days to place a call to China's Commerce Minister to discuss differences over barley and beef exports. The call ought be returned, David. And this warning to businesses that share in the annual $150 billion of exports to China. Would start to uh, consider whether the risk profile has changed uh, and may therefore look at other markets. It is a very big roll of the dice. Now isn't the time to be looking at diversifying our exports away from China. We should have been doing this 10 years ago, 15 years ago. It's going to be an, an immense chasm for Australia to jump over. Breaking this dependence that we have built for ourselves on China is a, a really essential thing to do. China buys more than one third of all our exported goods and services. And the minister's comments this morning will be telling for a great many businesses who rely on that. National Volunteers Week kicks off tomorrow. We're being asked to say thanks virtually to those who give up their time for others via a new social media campaign. Michael Fury couldn't have predicted how he'd finish last year's Sydney Half Marathon. In fact, he doesn't even remember it. At that 17 mark, it's, that's the last kind of consistent memories I have. But St John Ambulance volunteer and nursing student Carly Morrison does. I was watching him and he seemed to stumble over a little bit over the finish line. He then um, actually had a seizure. In cardiac arrest, Carly helped Michael stay alive until paramedics arrived. They were there and able to give me kind of CPR and first aid and kind of, yeah, saved my life. Volunteers are the, the lifeblood of our organisation. National Volunteers Week gives thanks to the hundreds of thousands of volunteers across the country. Who, particularly in 2020, have done so much for us. From emergency services to surf lifesavers, who donated more than 1.3 million hours last season. Most of the events to celebrate the week have been cancelled due to COVID-19, but people are still being invited to say thank you to our volunteers online. Hashtag Ways for Volunteers or hashtag NVW2020. Amber Laidler, 7 News. Australian Rugby League is in mourning today following the death of Arthur Summons. The former Magpies halfback was immortalised when he was chosen to adorn the Premiership trophy. He captained the Kangaroos and was inducted into the West 
Hall of Fame. Someone's lost his battle with cancer overnight. He was 84. Free childcare will almost certainly come to an end before July. Federal Education Minister Dan Tian says it's unlikely the government will extend the scheme's deadline. The demand for childcare has surged 60%, making the program unsustainable. Barack Obama has taken a thinly veiled swipe at Donald Trump, his comments sparking a swift response from the current Commander-in-Chief who doubled down on his promise to reopen America. Ashley Mullaney has more. With schools shut down across America, famous faces stepped in to help celebrate students graduating alone. It was an event that this year turned virtual and political. Basketball star LeBron James hosted the national televised tribute to students and teachers with words of encouragement from Nobel Peace Prize laureate Malala Yousafzai. The class of 2020 won't be defined by what we lost to this virus, but by how we responded to it. The world has changed. You will determine how we rebuild. Former President Barack Obama held two addresses today, one for college students, another for high school students, both with a similar message about the sitting president. More than anything, this pandemic has fully, finally torn back the curtain on the idea that so many of the folks in charge know what they're doing. A lot of them aren't even pretending to be in charge. Donald Trump responded with one word, Obamagate, then shifted his focus to the World Health Organization, confirming reports he's considering reinstating funding to the WHO, but only 10% of what it previously paid, in line, he says, with China's contribution. President Trump's made it clear America will forge ahead with plans to get the country back to work. 48 states now partially reopened as America heads towards a death toll expected to hit 100,000 by the end of this month. New mums are having to skip their baby's two-week health check because of coronavirus restrictions. Some are even weighing their newborns at home. It sparked serious calls for appointments to resume. Christy Mayer reports. Becoming a parent is never easy, but many new mums and dads are doing it especially tough right now as maternal health checks continue to be cancelled because of the pandemic. I love another go. Oh, oh, how much does Nella weigh? It's just so inaccurate, aren't they? It's such a vital service, um, if, you know, to be able to see our nurses in person. Like Bridget Lewis, thousands of new parents are being forced to weigh their newborns using kitchen scales, which aren't reliable. The absence of face-to-face -face consultations with maternal health nurses is causing widespread anxiety for new parents who are worried about their baby's development. It has been really stressful and we were so worried because she's so small. They don't have the usual checks that are available to them and they're growing increasingly anxious without those checks. Many doctors support the switch to online and phone consultations over the past two months months but say now is the time to return to normal checkups. I think it's been done as it had to be done um, but uh, it would be nice in a safe way if these things can be opened up a little bit more. 50,000 babies have been born during the pandemic and there are growing fears for not only their health but for the mental health of their mums. A push to reopen child and maternal health centres was made in federal parliament this week but ultimately it's for the state governments to decide. A new study has found our diets are worse than ever and experts are blaming lockdown. But there are ways to fight off weight gain, even if you can't leave the house. Amelia Adam explains. If your eating habits have changed during isolation, you're not alone. A new survey has found one in three Aussies are eating worse during lockdown. 
Emily Lewis is one of them. Bored and doing uni and at home visiting the fridge and then coming a bit more, I guess. Many say they've been eating more takeaway. More Uber Eats, I think, <laughs> than anything. But also have the time to exercise. Yes, we have to exercise more just to keep fit as much as we can this time. The survey by the Heart Foundation found 63% of people changed their eating habits during lockdown. Nearly a quarter were snacking more and 29% said they were eating to relieve stress or boredom. It's a challenge, especially when the fridge and the pantry are only a few steps away. But there are some simple things you can do to keep healthy during lockdown and even shed a few kilos. I think it's really important to try and think about some healthier alternatives. So a handful of nuts. Experts hope as more restrictions are lifted and our lives return to normal, so will our eating habits. Sydney is now home to a pair of endangered clouded leopard cubs. Meet Ty and Cinta. They're only five months old and now called the Wildcat Conservation Centre in Sydney home. They're here as part of an international breeding program. The clouded leopard is normally found in Nepal, Bangladesh and southern China. But because of threats to its natural habitat, there are less than 10,000 left in the wild. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B &B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.